In Mark chapter 11, beginning with verse 20, we read, As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And Peter remembered and said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed is withered. And Jesus answered, Have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you've received it, and it will be yours. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. This reading harkens back to what just happened in the verses prior. Jesus, having now triumphantly entered Jerusalem for what will prove to be the final week of his life before his crucifixion. Jesus had seen a fig tree that was leafy but had no fruit and cursed it, as Peter recalled. This immediately preceded him coming into the temple and clearing out the money changers. And in that way, Jesus was acting out God's message like a prophet of old, pronouncing judgment against Jerusalem and its whole system that had the appearance of being alive, but wasn't actually bearing the fruit that God wanted it to bear. So Peter, when they're going by the next day and sees that that fig tree is withered, he's not completely comprehending all of that that Jesus was acting out yet. He's just noticing that Jesus said this plant should die and it looked like it was alive the day before, but now it was dead and things like that didn't just happen. And Peter thought that was amazing. But Jesus wanted to point him and the other apostles to the greater truth at work there. That when we have faith, when we're not just going through the motions, checking the boxes, keeping the rules, but are truly living loyal to God, that when that is our perspective, as amazed as they were as the fact that this fig tree had withered, when you are truly seeking God's will, when you are in a true relationship with him, praying to him, not as a matter of course, but as an open line of communication with the all-powerful God who created everything, and your aim is for his will to be done, a tree withering is small potatoes. God can literally move mountains. And that is a thought that comforts us as well it should. If you are a follower of Jesus, when you pray, there is power in that prayer. There can be the most difficult, the most impossible situations that you and I are confronted with in our lives, personally, in our families, in this world around us. But the God that we speak to about those things when we pray, the God who loves us, the God whom we serve, is able to move and overcome over all of that. But there's a larger context to that verse in isolation that we need to make sure we hear. Because sometimes we simply use this verse as an encouragement to pray. Well, remember, prayer moves mountains. But that's actually not the main focus. The main focus here is on having faith 
on being loyal to God. Not simply believing that God is there, not simply believing that when we pray, there's someone out there in the cosmos that hears it, but truly wanting to give our lives for him, wanting his will to be done, trusting that if we are spending our lives in pursuit of what he wants, there's nothing that can stop him and his good purposes. That's why Jesus not only encourages us to pray, but he also says, and whenever you pray, forgive. That's a difficult part of this teaching that we often stop before we get to where Jesus not only talks about how that prayer of faith can move mountains, how we need simply to believe and it'll be ours, but that whenever we stand praying, forgive. If we have anything against anyone, so that our Father who is in heaven may also forgive us of the wrong that we've done. You see, when our focus isn't simply on prayer as a way to get what we want, but when we recognize it's about faith, it's about true loyalty to God, living a life that bears fruit, that accomplishes what he purposes, then not only do we bring things to God knowing that he hears, knowing that he's able, but we're also concerned about our relationship with others. We're also concerned about anything that might be an impediment between us and God. So isn't it fitting? that in the same breath is talking about prayer moving mountains. Jesus also talks about forgiveness because that's a very big mountain for many of us. If you've ever been hurt, if someone you care about has ever been hurt, the idea of forgiving might very well seem impossible. That's why Jesus ties that so closely to our prayers. That's why Jesus ties it as a matter of faith, because forgiveness isn't something that's meant to be conditional on the other person and the choices that they make and whether or not they even believe they've done something wrong. Forgiveness is an expression of our loyalty to God. It's us saying that even though something was wrong, even though something hurt, we want to put his will as the priority, even above our own feelings, that we want his will to be done. So we're willing to release that, that we trust that if we are faithful to God, those burdens, those pain, that mountain will be moved. Because what matters to us most is not being repaid for what happened to us, but is making sure nothing comes between us and God. I honestly believe Jesus knew how hard that was for us when he taught this. I think that's part of why he says that every time, whenever we stand praying, forgive. Because it won't be a one and done deal. It will be heavy. It'll be a challenge. It'll be something that takes repeated wrestling, coming to God in prayer again and again, recognizing when those thoughts start to creep back up and taking them captive by going to God in prayer, by reminding ourselves that he is the one we're loyal to, that he is the one who matters most. But when we have that sort of faith, when that faith expresses itself through heartfelt prayer, when our greatest priority is being loyal to God. Because God is who he is when we are seeking him. There is nothing 
he can't see. 